What's up, HealthSource? This is Dr. Brady Schuyler with another episode of the HealthSource podcast, Learning From Our Own, where we hear HealthSource best practices and experience sharing from our doctors for our doctors. Hey, HealthSource. Uh, another episode of our HealthSource podcast, Learning From Our Own. Um, this week we have Dr. Shannon Hurley. Uh, she's out in Colorado and uh, health source of uh, Highlands Ranch West. Um, welcome to the show, Dr. Hurley. I'm glad that you could join us. Thank you for having me, Brady. I feel very privileged right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's awesome. So uh, tell us a little bit about you. I mean, I, I've known you for several years. You, you started off with a uh, as an associate with HealthSource, but you know, I usually ask people to give a little brief intro, whether it's um, something that you, uh, you know, whether how you got into chiropractic, how you got into HealthSource. Um, like I said, I've known you for a couple of years now, so, but I, I but I don't know your personal story. Um, yeah, sure. I uh, had a pretty eclectic um, work history prior to going back to school for chiropractic. So I went back to school a little later uh, for the chiropractic end of things. Um, but prior to that, I was an athletic trainer and worked, um, like emergency events and rodeos and stuff like that. And so had, um, more like the mechanisms of traumatic injury, uh, experience and then the rehab and, um, with like the track and football team at the university of New Mexico and university of Wyoming. Um, and, uh, then owned by my own gym at one point and then um the recession hit in 2008 and uh started working for a construction company for business operations and did that for a bit and um then he went under with the whole thing as well and um i i, I went and started dental assisting so uh worked as a dental assistant for a while wow. Um, and that dentist was a TMJ specialist, so that was kind of um, a nice kickstart into any TMJ work in chiropractic school. Um, and then just finally decided I hated everything I was doing. And I loved my experience <laughs> with chiropractic. I loved athletic training, but it just, there wasn't like a clear, like it was just emergency work and nothing very mm -hmm. consistent. And so I was kind of trapped in a limbo and just finally took the final leap to go back to school. So I did and um, and brought me back to Colorado ultimately because this is where I was born and raised. And um, mm -hmm. I was looking at opening my own location, but I really wanted some mentorship and then kind mm -hmm. of fell across a health source location that was for sale. And I liked, I was looking into the health source end of things and I was like, oh, well, I do well with networks and I want to be part of a network of doctors that aren't competing against each other, that are like supporting each other and uplifting each other. And so it sounded right for me and um, it has been a really good fit. So um, that's what brought me into health source. Um, and so how do you make the jump from into chiropractic though where did the link come in who did you have a uh, friends that were chiropractors or what made you go from athletic trainer to chiropractor so um my horse was adjusted before i ever was okay. and i my horse flipped over on herself and she got uh 
pinched nerve in her back and she had drop leg where she couldn't pick her back leg up. Um, and she just became a really expensive yard ornament then. So um, <laughs> it's kind of like, well, what do we do? And somebody was like, hey, this chiropractor downtown in Steamboat, because that's where I grew up, um, he works on animals. And so we brought her to him and it was nine day over uh, difference overnight. And um, she was able to walk and put pressure on that leg again. And um, I, for me, I'm like, animals can't lie. That's that yeah. was kind of my intrigue. And then I had my own horse accident that um, where I landed on my neck and my shoulder, I was bucked off and landed on my neck and shoulder. And then it took me through like six months of care and I fell in love with the treatment I received. So that was my intrigue. So uh, kind of the That's intro interesting. To it, so. so often you hear the miracle stories about someone themselves. Rarely have I heard that it was a, it yeah. was an inspirational story through my horse. Yeah, but so that's how it started. So <laughs> that's that is uh, amazing. I can say that it's actually one of my first uh, times I've actually heard that is that I was first introduced to this through my horse and then through <laughs> you, of course, but still. Um, that's awesome. So being in the, the area, is this where you grew up or is this is a little, you said you grew up in Steamboat and now you're. Yeah, I Where? grew up in outside, Steamboat Springs. Outside of Denver. Yeah, um, which is like a mountain town. So grew up skiing and snowboarding, and I taught snowboarding for a while. And um, uh, but it was a very like you know outdoorsy town. And now I'm on the suburbs of Denver, so I'm like south of Denver, um, in yeah the suburbs. So um, so tell me in your me. area. I mean, there's a lot of chiropractors out there. Um, um, what is it that you set yourself, what do, what's your unique thing about you and how do you promote yourself out in the community? Obviously it's a little bit different right now, but in general, prior to this, you know, wh what did you go out and share about yourself that you felt, you know, um, set you apart and why people come to see you over anybody else? Um, I'll be honest at first. It was like, that was a really hard answer to find because, uh, there are so many in the close proximity, um, but uh, we do the rehab um, and consistently do the rehab uh, that other offices don't necessarily do. So that definitely sets HealthSource apart and our office apart. Mm -hmm. um, but I also do ac acupuncture. And um, so one of the additional things is I do rehab with acupuncture as well. Um, so they're doing movement therapy with, um, while getting acupuncture. Um, and so it's just getting a little bit more, uh, they can feel the release happen even more or the changes happen even more while during the visit instead of later on. But um, that is one thing that I know I do different that nobody else does um, around. Yeah. Um, and then I'm willing to, uh, I have, multiple different techniques that I took in school and I'm willing to adapt to what the patient is comfortable with. So I seem to be able to attract some patients that are kind of fearful and have had maybe a poor experience and progress them through uh, different techniques that uh, as their comfort level um, changes. So yeah, I think that's just one of the important things that, you know, every chiropractor that, and you're definitely 
growing over the last couple of years. You've continually just kept pushing and pushing. And just recently, you got another new uh, new tool in your office, um, I did. which is going to set you apart from people. Um, new decap. So. Yep. Um, I actually got yeah. to well, uh, a different thing uh, about a year ago that set me apart, and that's the percussive therapy, so EPAT, mm-hmm. um, and I love it because it's regenerative, and it's diagnostic, and then the decomp, uh, we just got it in this week, and we already have a lineup of patients that are ready to get on it, and um, I think it's just going to help us be more corrective and uh, take on more difficult cases, be more successful with difficult cases a little faster too. So um, just yeah. benefit the patients. Yeah. And as I was saying, it's, it's, you got to have something that you can really go out there and have confidence and say, we are different. We offer some of the best and newest things out there, you know, that, that you're just not going to find in a lot of other offices. And you've really built a lot of, uh, a lot of different tools, a lot of different things like home interventions, things that you can do to help set and, and, and get great outcomes, set great outcomes or predict great outcomes with your patients. And then, you know, monitor and observe them throughout the, the care plan. Um, so as you've been, you know, on this path now, you're continually keep finding ways to improve. You've had your own practice now for a couple of years. So now it's all up to you to keep pushing and challenging. I mean, and you've done a great job at that. What's something that has been, you know, still hesitant that you, you're, you're holding back from, you know, completely embracing or, or, uh, or doing in your clinic. Cause we all have those, those things that we just, you know, are, uh, resistant to or know that we should be but it's just hard to take on so um, with us. we're trying to get better at the social media but I have this like fear of posting like genuine like putting yourself out there um ready to be ridiculed by anyone which I you know <laughs> that's sorry that's negative thought and I shouldn't even think of that but um I'm fearful of putting myself out there so we need to do more videos. We need to do more like personalized stuff in here. I I don't want it to look artificial. I want it to be like very genuine. Um, I'm not good at being like put on display for that or like, you know, acting. And and so it's got to be very genuine if it's going to be put up. So that is going to be my goal this next year is to get a nice library of uh, videos going so that we can just Mm -hmm. be months ahead in our posting um, uh, to keep educating through social media, providing like value to the uh, public so that they'll want to come seek more. I was just going to say that that's one of the things that I think we, most chiropractors lack is either the confidence, certainty, or just desire to put out content that creates a lot of value and, and buzz and people start to interact with, but you see a couple of people do it. And I'm the same way. I, I would be fearful of that. I'm, I can talk, I can go on video and talk, but to how to do that with clinical stuff, it's just, I, I agree. I would have a hard time putting that on social media stuff to, to people. Like I can do it inside my, my uh, space of, of, you know, my colleagues and, and associates that I've known, but to general people, that would be a tough thing for me. So, and then blogging, like I, I, I've had this on my list all year this year, actually, that was one of my things and I did not follow through. And so I'm kicking myself and I just hate putting my writing out there. So, um, I need to get over that fear and just do it. 
So, well, you got 2021 ahead of you, so it's time to start, you know, making your, your goals and, and, uh, um, you know, putting some new action plans for, for Q1 of next year. So that will be one to be held accountable to. So I always like to ask just because everyone always wants to know what other offices are doing for marketing. Obviously, we're in a little bit of different time right now with what you might have done to grow to the point where you are and what you're doing now. But what is something that has always been a good fallback or something that you have, you know, depended on or can trust that that gets always attracted new patients to your clinic? Um, so if that's a great topic because, you know, I and I'm changing my vocabulary on this. Um, it, some We've had difficulty getting an abundance of new patients um, yet. You're finding the best strategy in yeah. order to, to, to maximize the amount of prospects that you can right. get. Um, yeah. The goals, maybe they were set uh, they're just not as same as uh, they're where they are in other aspects of the country because we are pretty saturated. There's three within mm -hmm. uh, chiropractors in the same parking lot. So um, it, it is, I don't want to say saturated. We, people need us. So um, it's just getting your face out there. But um, with the mastermind group, uh, you know, I was talking about like, I want those ads to really be performing on the social media. And I'm glad I did up that because we have noticed um, an increase, uh, whether it's like directly related, like organic, or it's just that reminder of like, I've heard about them. I've heard about them. I should finally pull the trigger. Yes, a patient referred me, but now I'm seeing it and it's in my face. Um, but the not forgetting your own internal referrals. So my goal has been to, um, for every new patient coming in the door, um, not prospect, but new patient that converts, um, it will, 80% of them will refer a new patient in by the next time I go to the mastermind group. So we are on par for that. Um, and like, we just had seven new patients this last week and only two of them were from um, external sources, that being like the website or um, uh, Aetna, you know, like the insurance. Yeah. So, so the rest were direct referrals. So we'll just keep that going. That's awesome. And just remember to love the patients that are coming in the door. And you, you can feel yourself go through those waves of like, okay, I'm getting burned out. I'm getting burned out. And then you have a like, little check-in of like, know I need to love them as much as possible and show them that I genuinely care and it just as like that mindset changes it does pour back so um and don't be afraid to ask yeah you know we've seen it across the system as more people have been dumping money into the 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 website leads and lead sources, which has been doing a great job, right? That's why they keep on adding more and doubling down and putting more money into it because it's getting great leads, but it comes at the expense. They take their focus off of some of the other internal things that they have always done that have generated leads from internal sources. So I'm glad that you're still maintaining and consciously maintaining that balance of let's make sure we still provide great service and ask for reviews and ask for feedback and testimonials and stuff like that. And, and ultimately the, the, the true trust is when they're referring their you know, friends and family and, and people around you. So that is awesome. I believe it should be a healthy balance of 50, 50 
you know, that you're getting them from internal and external. If you're not getting enough external then you know, pump up the internal. So right. um, good job. Uh, last question I'd like to ask people is um, what do you do to keep yourself motivated, keep yourself going? Obviously you mentioned the mastermind and you have a, a good group of doctors that you've gotten to know through that and through, you know, just the past and through school and stuff to help keep you somewhat accountable and health source. But what's something else that you do personally? Um, well, I did the 75 day hard, uh, challenge, um, and that went good and made some lifestyle changes based off of that. Just like making sure I am getting the gallon of water a day. I can feel if I don't get it. Um, uh, and I took a course, actually, this was my goal from the beginning of the year. So I might be like four months delayed in what I'm actually hitting my goals, but I'm hitting them. So it's just, uh, got to push hard to hit it in that timeline. Um, mm -hmm. But I took a course to increase my reading speed. And so, and I did. Um, it went from probably an embarrassing level of words, um, 174 words a minute to um, 300. And then now, like if I'm doing a, a speed read at 2000. So I'm, I've always been super slow at knocking books out but having some strategic reading course and being able to absorb it uh, that was my goal I was able to increase how many books I read and so I've read more books since I finished the course in August and um, and it also helps with memory um, it's not just speed reading but memory uh, retaining and uh, I read more books than I have in like a year in a couple months and over yeah I, I'm speeding through books wow. now which I'm enjoying so that was a personal development thing that I think uh, that I knew was going to help me get more information faster and so um that the mastermind and I think it's important that we reach out to each other and um let it you know let us know that we're there for each other because it's easy to kind of drown in yourself, especially at this time. But when you're reaching out to help others, it uh, feels better. And we should do that with our peers. So that's what I'm doing. And I'm enjoying it. And um, it definitely keeps me held accountable and some like gentle um, or friendly competition in there too. So that's good. If you don't mind me asking who or what, what company or what resource did you use for your speed reading? Cause it's, that amazes me. Cause I've, I've often thought about that. I'm very much like you. I was, I, I am a slow reader. Um, it takes me that to really retain it. Once I do read it though, I usually retain it pretty well, but I'm very slow to get through a book. Yeah. So, um, so it's called genius in 21 days and i met them through a networking group that um i went with they have they're the first location to have it in the u.s here in denver um real sweet couple uh that teach it they're um italian so their first language is italian um but it teaches you how to learn like we all go to school but no one has actually taught us how to learn and how to memorize things better or retain it. Um, and so they take you through a strategic like timing of when you should like refresh um, so that you have it forever. And it's not just short, but you know, like forever. Um, and uh, then they do the strategic speed reading and yeah, I'm kind of, I'm 
the speed reading part alone was worth the money because I never read this fast and he was watching me read and he's like drive a speeding car like do you what do you do when you're driving five miles an hour can you text you're talking to other things you're looking at the scenery right if you're driving 300 miles an hour what are you focused on one thing and one thing only and oh my gosh that was like the retention too was just went up dramatically so i highly recommend it so. That's awesome. I that is something I might have to put on my 2021 list of of things to do because it has definitely slowed me down from the number of books I can get through because it's just yeah. That's mm -hmm. awesome. That's probably one of my better takeaways. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I uh, will wrap this up. I just want to say thanks again. It's it's awesome to reconnect with you and uh, and see all the success that you've been having and and uh, even, you know, persevered and grew through a tough year. So it'll be really nice to see how everything uh, goes for you next year as you roll out your plans and goals and stuff like that. So it's going to be killer. It was awesome. <laughs> All right. All thank right. You well, me. Dr. Curley, appreciate you joining. Good seeing you. All right. Bye. Thanks, Jen. Thanks again for listening. If you want to be a guest on a future episode or would like to nominate another doctor to be a guest, please feel free to email me, Dr. Brady Schuyler, at bschuyler at healthsourcecairo.com.